Welcome to the Jammiest Bits of Jam Storytelling Podcast, where we write short stories, rough drafts really, based on a theme and given on a dare. We're your hosts, Christina Kishwa and Cassie Soliday. And we're back! Hello! I wonder how many episodes start with me going, and we're back! And we're back! Like, we just got back from the store or something. Yeah, we were gone for a bit, but now we're back. <laughs> and we have some amazing tea that Stephen has Girls, spill the tea. I'm drinking some peppermint tea. I actually do not like peppermint only in my tea. Like, I do you not like peppermint like it in your tea. anywhere else. Really? Only in tea. Um, I love peppermint tea. I love mint. Wait, do you not like mojitos? Oh, crap. I do. (laughs) I think the mint, like, I just, (laughs) I endure the mint for the rest of the drink. I don't like bananas, but I like bananas with chocolate. Interesting. So. I also don't like, you know, fake banana flavors and things. Yeah. If it's a banana flavor, I usually don't touch it. But I do love, like, a banana and fudge sickle. You know, hmm. but I also won't have like a banana split because mm-hmm. like the actual fruit freaks me out. What? It's too Why? mushy. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> don't like bananas, but I don't like beans either because they're too mushy. Just beans? Yeah. See, I like when, if there's a mushy thing that I have to eat, I like having, like, a hard thing with it. Mm. So, like, with salad, I like taco salad because there's taco shells mm-hmm, in mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Stuff like that. So I try to yeah. balance my meals between mushy and, and, and sharp. <laughs> but I will have a nice banana bread, though. Oh, yeah. Because banana bread's just delicious. Totally. Yeah. But if there's if the banana chunks are too big, then I, I'm like, oh. Oh, my gosh. It's... Too bad that our stories aren't themed <laughs> under bananas or food today. Not at all. <clears throat> um, but I dared you, if I recall, to... Wait, I didn't say what my tea was. Oh, wait. Say what your tea is. <laughs> What's your tea? It's a... I believe it's an oolong. Mm. Some herbal thing. Oolong is not herbal, man. It's not? No, it's a black tea, I believe. Okay. Forget all of that. Edit it out. (laughs) No, I'm keeping it. It's an herbal tea, and it's called vanilla pear. I love thinking about those those two together. I think that's fun and kind of um, festive. Yeah. If we were vanilla pear, who would be the vanilla and who would be the pear? <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like I would be the vanilla. Do you think? Or do you want to be the what, What's your reasoning? <laughs> because, um, because my hair. Oh, yeah, because you're blonde. Yeah. You're vanilla haired. Yeah. Cool. And I do not have green hair. So, <laughs> that is true. Uh, so this so is not <laughs> the logic is just focused on me. Yeah, which, which is, is fine. Normal. Which is fine. <laughs> um, well, yeah. What do you think? Yeah, 
that would be fine. I don't have any distinguishing I think concerns. <laughs> also, because I like, personally, I like vanilla more than I like a pear. Yeah. You know? I love the shape of pears. Yeah. I... I Get it, having a good pair is good. Like, if you have a really good pair, it's, like, really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So, you're, you say, you mean that you like having a really good me? Yeah! Yeah? You're a really good pair. Thanks. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> so, we're so excited to share our story with you today. I'm so I... glad that you keep tuning into this. <laughs> <laughs> I dared Cassie to... Write a story about a fallen angel. Yeah, and I had to dig deep for this one. <laughs> she had to dig a little deeper. Um, but I guess I'll just dive in. Okay. Uh, and um, it's, it's pretty short. Cool. Um, but here we go. I wonder when it'll be back. Jules thinks as she hides in the corner cabinet, her body twisted around the lazy Susan. The more she sees of adulthood, the less she wants to turn 13. Light shines through the cracks of the cabinet door as the kitchen lights turn on. She stops her breathing and her body stiffens. Footsteps come closer. A figure passes by and blocks the rays of light from entering her space. It pauses. Disappear. Disappear. I want to disappear. She thinks to herself, of course she can't. The figure slowly moves on. Jules takes a deep breath, but then hears the pantry door swing open with brute force. Her body stiffens up again and she holds her breath. She can hear it throwing out pasta boxes, potatoes, and things her mom and she had picked out at the grocery store yesterday. Nothing is expired, but it's being tossed around like garbage. Jules' tummy grumbles and she grabs her stomach quickly as if she were silencing it. Be quiet. Please be quiet, she thinks to herself. Of course she can't control it. The tossing from the pantry stops. The footsteps come closer. She hears the fridge door get thrown open and she feels the cold tear through the warmth of her tight nook while it rips through the lettuce drawer. The milk jug bounces off of the ground with a boing-oing. It's kicked across the linoleum floor and hits against the cabinet door. Don't notice, don't notice, she thinks to herself. Of course she can't control it. It starts with the nearest cabinet to the kitchen. To Jules, it sounds way too close, though it's the furthest away. She's losing control of her breathing. She's held it too long and her lungs want to catch up. Quick and short, she'll keep her breaths quick and short. Another cabinet door gets swung open. She can see it happening in her mind. It's coming for her. It's not far away. Disappear, she thinks to herself. Of course she can't. Her back is against the corner of where the walls meet. Another cabinet door opens. It's close. Disappear, she thinks again. The house begins to suck her body into the wallpaper. First her back, then her arms, her head. She loses herself. Please disappear, she whispers. The corner cabinet door swings open awkwardly, like corner cabinets do. The angry thing punches the cabinets and slabs the door back shut. She's nowhere in sight.
Let me get my tea. Okay. Ready for your questions. <laughs> First of all, Cassie's always like, I can never write a horror thing. <laughs> and that was hella scary. <laughs> so. I, uh, hello, I saw The Quiet Place and I'm a little okay with horror films. <laughs> okay. Oh, good. Good to know. Um, but also, I felt, um, go, go ahead. I'll, I'll wait to make my comments. Go for it. It was, well, first of all, it was, like, very effective in the, in the scariness of it. I was, like, there. But I was, like, waiting for a gag at the end. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, I, like, I see what you like, were wanting. It yeah. was her period the whole time. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, uh, That's well. I didn't. My mind wasn't there, <laughs> but I did kind of want to leave it open. I took. I stripped away pronouns and made it it, so it could have mm-hmm. been anything. Because mm-hmm. um, I wanted to bridge kind of the line between: is it an abusive parent mm-hmm. or step parent or sibling mm-hmm. or just person, or is it a sci-fi creature from out of this right. world? Totally. You know. So I wanted to bridge that. But that's interesting that you were like, it's my period. Well, <laughs> and I'm turning 13. <laughs> like, I, I, I get the connection why you thought it might be Yes, there. that's the only reason, like, I was looking, because I was like, oh, it's going to be a gag of some kind. It's not going to be, a, like, a real thing. That's why I went to something like a period. But if you, like, are like, no, it's a real thing. It's up to you what it is. Then my mind goes to sci-fi monster, mm-hmm. um, but I think that what you're what you just said was really interesting is that people's minds, different people's minds, go to different things. So I think that someone else would definitely like be like, oh no, it's an abusive parent, or it's an invader, or something in the house, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Where my mind, I'm like, oh my god, there's a freaking scary monster. About, and it's all about it, and gonna eat her. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, that's really interesting. So you wanted it up to interpretation for Mm -hmm. everything? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And um, did you pick up on the girl's storyline through that? And her repetitive um, trying to talk herself into certain things, or like coach herself through these, Mm. this fear? I did not. Because my, my thought process with that, she, like, she's telling herself, you know, you know, uh, don't breathe or, like, disappear or don't notice. Like, don't notice me, please. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, 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 like yeah. coaching outside people how to treat her and whatever. But by the end, it, I don't know if it read in how I wrote it. Well, I don't know if you heard it in how I wrote it in this <laughs> first draft. It's right. very much a first draft. But um, when she gets, when the walls, like, suck her in, like, I, I, I see her, like, like becoming, like, t- turning into the wall. Like, the wall is mm-hmm, consuming mm-hmm, her, right? Mm-hmm. And she's disappearing into the wallpaper, which was, like, um, I mean, there's things you can't control, but you still lose yourself. So she can't control how that outsider that's, you know, outside the cabinet is, is he, she, she can't control him. That, that thing. That thing, yeah. Uh, she can't control if it finds her, if it doesn't. And through that fear, she has to change herself, oh. you know? And so I feel like, I don't know, 
It's like a... Women get, or girls growing up get stripped away. Yes. Kids in general, really, get stripped away of all these things that make them wonderful out of fear mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, to kind of, like, make them ready for adulthood, you right. know? Right. Or um, even, like, molding them into what, you know, they're expected to be or what they need to be Yeah. to be safe or to be sheltered or yeah. live a good life. Or yeah, whatever. and you don't want to stand out, right? Like <clears throat> yeah. You want to be a fly on the wall, kind of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was like the thought process for her, her particular storyline, too. I like it. That's really good. <laughs> well, I really liked your story, Cassie. Thanks. I'm, gl- I'm glad because I was uh, <laughs> being terrified. <laughs> no, it was interesting. I, um, you surprised me by not doing. You surprised me by not having something surprising. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Because I'm all about, like, short stories. I'm all about that gag. Yeah. You I know? totally get it. And so, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by that. So yeah. it was cool. Well, now I can't stop thinking about the gag that you came up with for the story. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> then it becomes your story. No. Push away my but- gag. <laughs> Cool. Use that in the future for something. Yeah. I do think it'd be make an interesting 10-minute play. Because I think you could... I think yeah. you could do that with sound and lighting and... That would be terrifying in the corner. on stage. Yeah. I might... I might figure it out. Oh, I'm J.U. Shut! I'm so down. <laughs> if you know any 10-minute late festivals, hit me up, people. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes it's a jammy bit of jam, and sometimes it's a failure, but we have a first draft of a story we didn't have before. What will you write next? We dare you to write your own short story based on the theme, Fallen Angel. Like this episode? Share it! Like us on social media, or write us a review on iTunes. It helps us reach more like-minded writers like you. Follow us on Facebook at Jammies Bits of Jam Podcast and Twitter at Jammies Bits. Jammies Bits of Jam is produced by Christina Kishma and Cassie Soliday. Music by Grace Sai. Until next time, keep writing and embracing the most important thing you have, your voice.